Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support, and remember, always go deep. All right, folks, welcome back to GDP Go Deep the Podcast, or should I say the world-famous Go Deep podcast. Folks, in light of Canada Day coming up soon, we have a special piece of merch just for that. Go to teespring.com or follow us on Twitter and click the link to our shop and you can find the Canadian Deep shirt. If you don't know what it is, go check it out. Let us know what you think. And with that being said, we're going to get right down to business. This is Mofo's Raw Gas. How are you, Mofo? I'm, as always, happy to be here. It's unfortunate that I'm with you, John, but... uh... I'm ready to do this and put this uh, out to market. Well, just like any other uh, vet would say to an owner that their pet's about to pass, pass away, let's just get this thing done. <laughs> Jesus. Is that what she said? Balls deep, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, uh, thank you again for joining us today on another edition of Mofo's Raw Gas. We, uh, guys, anyone that's going to be following the NHRA series, we're going to Ohio this weekend. It's going to be pretty crazy. As always, the NHRA puts on a fabulous uh, little event there, so make sure you tune in. I will personally, myself, be uh, watching uh, from home up here in Ontario, Canada, because everything is still on fucking lockdown, if you can believe that, in terms of the uh, the travel. But uh, for anyone in the uh, continental USA, they will be able to to go and uh, check this out live. But they're going to be, like I say, they're in Ohio, the Summit Racing NHRA Nationals. I'm going to be watching myself to a cheer on uh, Leah Pruitt, big fan of Leah Pruitt there in the top, uh, in the top fuel series. And of course, uh, I can't remember if we, we mentioned before, but John Forster taking a, a win there at the last one. So John, I believe is up to what, 71, 72 years old and still taking home the wins. And, uh, wow. you know, I, I grew up myself watching John Forster. It's always nice to see him uh, when he pulls off another uh, wall. So shout out to John Force there, but uh, yeah, moving uh, moving right along, guys. We had the SRX uh, Superstar Racing Experience. Now I'm not sure if you've been following along, but if you haven't, you have been missing out. Make sure you check it out this weekend's coming. We guys are going into Eldora, and Eldora is a dirt track, short track, dirt track. If you are not familiar with it, now okay. this track is owned by Tony Stewart. So some would argue, does Tony have the advantage? You know, he, he won last weekend, uh, on the, of course, on the dirt track in the SRX series. Odds are, I mean, I would say, yeah, he's probably the odds-on favorite. Um, obviously, I'd like to, I, I know online, I was on the SRX Instagram feed there, and I was, I was beating at, uh, you know, come on, we got to see Paul Tracy do something. But honest to Pete, uh, Paul Tracy could barely keep it off the wall there in the last race. Wow. Now, I, I say that, and I want to be clear, folks, it is not easy to drive a dirt car. Um, I, I've never myself driven like a dirt modified or anything of this nature, but I have had uh, opportunity to, to drive some stuff on dirt, and I do recognize the slipping and sliding and how difficult it can be getting the corner entry exit you know, the, the way that you're hoping a lot of guys are having issue with really overworking, uh, much like John does over overworked the, the right rear. <laughs> and I'm not talking about his ass cheek. 
but uh, no. So a lot of guys were really working the the right rear tire, and basically that becomes just the, the way the car has been set up for the series. The weight is more central versus when the teams maybe are doing like a dirt modified series or a sprint car, they are able to set weight bias as to where they they want in accordance so that the car has a better balance going into the corner and that you're not overloading one tire too much. That's what she but said. But again, that, <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> but that basically comes back to managing your tires. And as we saw, Tony really did a damn good job in Iowa of uh, managing his tires. Knoxville there, Knoxville, Iowa. But uh, it'll, it'll be good. I know we had Haley Deegan in the last uh, race, and shout oh, yeah. out to Haley Deegan. Uh, I know, John, there you were watching, you were saying there. So I was, third Haley, place Haley win, Deegan, buddy. Yeah, she came in. She came in second in the overall feature, and of course that was behind Tony Stewart. Oh, sorry, she's I think, in third overall. Is what I meant to say. Well, no, she was second. She no, was in that race, but I mean overall in the standings, she's tied for third. Oh, right by now. points, yeah, yeah. And okay. again, like it's, uh, I'm, I'm really pleased with the the series that SRX has put together. Good quality racing thus far. And I'm really hoping, John, that next season they're going to maybe put it up to a seven or an eight race schedule. I, I recognize keeping it at a six race schedule is allows, uh, you know, for some of these guys that are, you know, a little older, you know, it's not as aggressive on the body and, and the, you know, but again, very good product, very pleased. And I do hope that uh, it perhaps looks at next season, maybe do a seven or an eight race uh, package. That would be really awesome. But again, Going to Eldora, it's going to be a blast. Make sure you all turn in, tune in, sorry, Saturday uh, Saturday night and have a watch. I think it's going to be a good one. Of course, I'm going to be watching for Michael Waltrip maybe to redeem himself here. And uh, Paul Tracy, if you're listening, make sure, uh, just, let's just keep it off the wall, okay, buddy? I appreciate you, though. Yeah, if the wall's on the right, you want to go left, just putting it out there. You know, it, it was just one of those things. Like I say, I, I know Paul was really fighting it, and then he had some mechanical issues there. Uh, but it just, you know, you want to see our, you know, our Canadian boys do well. But again, it was the first time for Paul on dirt, uh, self-admittedly, and as it was for a lot of guys. And, and by all means, Paul was not the only one struggling. Just uh, he was the only Canadian, so I've, I've got to rip him where I can, right? Absolutely. Uh, Hashtag Donna. How are you, Donna? <laughs> Donna, if you are listening, make sure you reach out to the SRX series if you can. Talk to Ray Evernham and say, Ray, please get Bill Elliott's car fixed so we can see Bill complete a race this uh, this weekend. <laughs> but uh, no, so we're moving on then, guys, to NASCAR. Who isn't pumped up for NASCAR? Nobody. Well, I am. Okay. So this weekend, we are going off, guys and girls, to the tricky triangle. I'm not talking about John's ass. I am wow. talking about oh, Pocono. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, we're going to Pocono. Again, going to be a great race. Really, uh, well, I'll be honest. You know what? Pocono is, traditionally speaking, not one of my favorite tracks, just for a viewing standpoint. However, I think as the, the race is lined da- wind down, I think it is going to be pinnacle for guys trying to race their way into the championship by picking up a win. Um, of course, you know, Kyle Larson is probably now the odds-on favorite after winning Nashville. But, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. And, and I know, John, that we had spoke about off-air about Kyle Busch. And 
Kyle yeah. Busch getting his 100th win there in Nashville in the in the uh, Xfinity series. But this guy is like racking them up overall as well, right? So I was going to ask how many total wins he had, but it seems like you already answered that for me. Well, so it's like you can yeah, read my so mind. Kyle, Kyle, damn near close. No, so Kyle Busch has a total actually of 200 and. 18 or 219 wins. I believe it's 219 now, I heard. Okay. So, and, and that's between all three series, of course, right? And, and that's by no means trying to take away from what he's done, because that is, I just mean, there are those out there that say, oh, well, you know, Richard Petty won 200 all in the Cup Series. Well, listen, I mean, it was a different time. Richard Petty, one would argue that he was winning some races by, you know, 10 laps ahead of the guy behind him. Jesus. So let's just, you know, again, a different time, you know, different time when Richard was running. All respect, of course, due to Richard is given, um, with David Pearson, et cetera, et cetera. But um, Kyle Busch, yeah, 100 Xfinity Series wins that he took there in Nashville. Wow. Good to uh, see Kyle that. And if you're keeping track there, he has 58 Cup uh, wins. So. Hopefully, uh, we at least see him hit 60, as that would be a nice little milestone for Kyle to uh, hit. But Mofo, we'll see. I know yeah. that you like cups, but uh, knowing that this guy won 50-some-odd cups, does he keep it, or does the manufacturers keep it, or does the company that supports his uh, his car keep it? Like, who keeps all these winning so, cups? So, generally speaking, like, the, the driver, my understanding is drivers, um, my understanding is that there's, there's two trophies. And that usually the drivers will keep one, and then the other one goes to the team, like back at the shop, right? Yeah. Now, there has been times where, you know, I've heard, okay, okay, in Martinsville, there's the grandfather clock, and it's one clock. That's just how it goes. So I've heard that there's times where, okay, you've already, you, you the driver, i.e., say, uh, Jeff Gordon, you've already got a Martinsville clock. Well, then the next one, maybe you win and you give it to, i.e., say, Rick Hendrick, the owner. So then Rick has one at his house or in the, the you know, in the race shop yeah. in, their, in their trophy cabinet. So it all depends. Like, I, I'd have to really look into that to be quite honest as to how it works between, you know, if I win, who gets, like, the mind you're saying is that there is two trophies where you, the driver, keep one and... One is for the race shop, is my understanding. But I would have to actually clarify that. That is a good question. Just curious. Hey, I got an email also here, uh, <laughs> Mofo. It says uh, it's from Josh in Texas, and he wants to know if you shave your balls before every podcast. My guess is probably no, but uh, what's your answer? <laughs> Josh, uh... <laughs> Josh, I, I, I'm going to phrase this in the most polite way I can, buddy, because I know you're, I'm sure. <laughs> this is a nice email, Josh. Um, Josh, Josh, uh, that's a question I think when you go home uh, from school, you ask your mother, okay? <laughs> With that being said, folks, no one likes a dirty package. Uh, always remember, you can always smooth those balls. You can check our link out to Smooth My Balls on Twitter or on Podbeam. Look up Smooth My Balls forward slash go deep. Use the code word go deep for a promotional discount. No one likes uh, a dirty bush, right? 
Well, especially, uh, especially Kyle Bush, right? <laughs> Woo! He doesn't have to be a, a dirty bush anymore. He can have a nice landing strip. No pun intended. Moving you know, on. Think of it. Think of all the extra haircuts you can get into, too, folks. I'm, uh, I'm not. You know, this is for another day. It really is. <laughs> it is. It will be for another day. I just thought I'd ask you that um, question there from Josh. Thank you, Josh. And Josh, if you ever have a real question, uh, make sure uh, you, you reach back out to us. Send it to Donna first, because uh, otherwise you're not interested. <laughs> oh, God. Um, we want to mention quickly, so this came up in this week in racing, Jeff Gordon. And, of course, I'm a huge Jeff Gordon fan. Watched him as a kid on his run through four championships, 93 career series wins. Um Unless you're living under a rock this week, I'm you know I don't know how you would have missed it, but so Jeff is going to be leaving the Fox Sports Racing booth. Pretty big news, Uh, you know. Going to miss him. I really felt, to be honest, as a fan, that this season in particularly, he had really started to click when he was paired with Clint Boyer. So I I really think that you know for Fox, I, I think Clint Boyer is a is a really good asset in the booth at the track. I think he brings a lot of energy and. Uh, know how and he's he just very fluid when you, you listen to him and, and i feel like he was paired well with jeff but uh jeff is going to be moving on to uh, a higher role there at hendrick motorsport so that's a congratulations shout out to jeff gordon uh he's going to go into vice chairman so that'll be the basically second in command right under the uh the boss rick hendrick so wow. really big news uh jeff has obviously always had a stake there in the 48 car and uh you know he, he 93 career wins for Hendrick Motorsports. He's really put Hendrick on the, on the map, right? Yeah. So, you know, with 271 wins in the Cup Series for Hendrick, and, and you think you you make up 93 of them, that's a lot of, rather large percentile. And uh, so I'm glad to see that Jeff is sort of making a bit of a homecoming. And I think for a lot of his fans, we are not surprised that ultimately that's where he ended back up. But, uh, you know, we certainly will miss him in the booth, but uh, definitely pleased. And I think that team is going to continue to prosper now that you've got Chad Knauss taking more of a managerial role uh, within the organization. Jeff now, you know, coming back as a, like I say, a vice chairman. I think that team is really going to start to dominate, which will be, uh, which will be good to see if you're a Hendrick Motorsports fan. And if you're not, well, then piss on you, I guess. Um, some quick highlights here, folks. I, I mean, again, this rule has been swirling, swirling for a little while, but um, another manufacturer possibly to NASCAR. I know Adam Stern sort of let something slip there, and then on uh, Dale Jr.'s uh, Dirty Mojo podcast, they were, you know, loosely talking about, you know, would it be Honda being added to NASCAR as a fourth manufacturer? And I oh, know wow. some people saying, like, when when is Dodge going to come back? Is Dodge coming back? You know, folks, I mean, I think if Dodge was going to come back, I think they like they would have already been back. I, I think Dodge should have always been in it. Um, that there, that there, we could talk about for a whole other show. But I, I just honestly think if you're going to see another manufacturer step up, I think it would be Honda. I think Honda has the resources, the money, and uh, you know the the, the Accord or the, the Civic. You could easily put something together body style wise to run, especially with the new car coming. So that'll be interesting. We will stay uh, we'll stay on that to uh, keep you all posted. But I would certainly not expect to see anything for next season. I'm talking like the 2023 season or maybe 2024. But uh, still interesting development. Uh, now, of course, last uh, thing before I guess we wrap this up for today, but I just yeah. want to touch on 
Brad K. Brad Kislowski. We love Brad because Brad is the one that has always said he does not like a dirty bush. <laughs> That's why you got to keep that bush nicely uh, shaved. As, Smooth my balls. As Josh baby. found out. Yeah. So if you're uh, don't be like Josh. Keep uh, anyway. <laughs> no. So Brad K. Guys, it has not uh, yet said about anything being re-signed with Penske for next season. So it brings a little bit of a tear to my eye in the broad sense. You know, he's had a hell of a run with Penske. Penske sort of really gave him the, you know, the shot. Anyone that, you know, followed Brad back in the, you know, the 09, then transitioning into the 12 car before then getting in the seat in the two, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a heartfelt thing if he ends up leaving Penske, but there's been, you know, strong rumor and, and no one's really seeming to n- deny it about Brad taking an ownership uh, positional or an ownership position stake, if you will, uh, within Roush Fenway racing. And he would still be driving, but he would also be taking on an ownership aspect of it. And I think that would be good. Uh, I just don't know that Roush personally has the the speed they need right now. So it'll be, it'll be really good for Brad. Uh, I just don't think that they have the speed right now, Roush Fenway. But that being said, uh, maybe a new driver comes in and they're able to, to hit on a few spots for Ford, which would be pretty cool. Where does that leave Ryan Newman? God only knows we love Ryan, but I just I don't know where I see that. Uh, maybe then you see Austin Sindrick end up over at Penske in the two car, or Matt Benedetto. A lot of things that we're going to be trying to cover for y'all, and uh, we will keep you posted. But uh, again, if, uh, if Brad's on the move, I mean, uh, we do, uh, of course, here uh, wish him all the best. Definitely, but, uh, folks. I will definitely make sure I keep you all posted on any developing stories. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Motorsports Mofo. And as always, I do appreciate your continued support. Unless you're Josh, then uh, Josh, tell your mother I'll be home for uh, lunch. Uh, a wise person once told me nobody likes the tip, so that's why we go deep. Welcome back to the world famous GDP Go Deep the podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support. And remember, always go deep.